Hey, it's Arrow, and this is Vocal Defrag. We haven't hit the path yet, the trail to do that transition walk. I always like to do kind of like a, a, a prep before we get out there so that I know that in my heart what is going to be spoken is actually a moment of sharing and not necessarily preaching or teaching. I love to share things. But uh, during my defrag writing this morning, the question was brought up, how does it feel knowing a new tablet or journal is waiting for you to defrag in? And so defragging is asking the questions and questioning the answers. It's it's physically having moments with your inner core. And so when the question came up, how does it feel knowing a new tablet and or journal is waiting for its defrag journey? I'm sitting here looking at the new untouched items, a tablet and a journal. And in my heart, what I'm feeling is the opportunity to have a voice. But here's here's what I wrote in answering that question. Once again, the question was, how does it feel knowing a new tablet and or journal is waiting for its defrag journey? The answer was, what I feel is belief. I believe in why I defrag. I trust it. My faith in asking questions is an inside-out view of self. You ready to go for a walk? We're going to go defrag, and we're going to ask questions, and then we're going to question the answers. I'll see you out on the path. Okay, here we are, out on the trail, this beautiful forest in South Charlotte, North Carolina. Hopefully, you'll be able to hear the birds singing away. In my present place of now, this is Father's Day 2023. So being out here in this forest with my beautiful pointer, Jazzy, is a great representation of a relationship with a father and his child, my little fuzzy baby. So the question is based on the inside you. The the inside view of you is what? We can assume that question every single day, but we face walls of disappointment all the time. And when we face those walls, the first thing we want to do is we want to push ourselves away from disappointment because we don't like that feeling. So on vocal defrag, what I'd like to do is help present a stage and or a level of confidence in you for you to start asking the questions and then questioning the answers so that when you get into those moments of disappointment, you don't have to necessarily push yourself away, but to understand it, to find a reason to believe in the origin of why something was placed on your path without having to say, well, I used to be. And Lord knows I've written about that right there a million times in my 29 years of being a daily writer. I used to be. What is the inside view of yourself? What does that voice inside of you say when you face disappointment and or victory? Because I'm, I'm very guilty of this. I have one of those moments where it's like, God dang, this is the greatest day I've had in a very long time. But do you want to know what the inside voice is saying at that time? Oh crap, something bad is about to happen. I had to experience the good before the bad. And so in defragging, asking the questions and questioning the answers, I go, why do we have to look at it that way? Why do I have to go, okay, well, there must be something bad coming, a disappointment, because I just had a great day, so bad must be on the other side. Does it even have to marry each other? Do you have to have a bad day in order to have a good day? 
And I've had so many people share with me their their expertise and or their parenting in the way of saying that you can't measure a victory unless you know what loss is. And it's like, so I have to endure loss in order to have a moment of, oh my God. And, and th- that's, that's been one of the greatest challenges with the defrag writing as well as the vocal defragging is that why do we have to suffer in order to gain? And if that's the process, then why does it take so long for something to take place? Oh, preachers will tell you one thing. They'll say, well, it's on God's time. You know, you have to go, you know, be patient. God will show up. It's not that he has left you. God never forgets. I get it. I get it. But there are so many things that each one of us invest our time, energy, love, passion, loyalty, dedication, and determination into that eventually we hit that wall of disappointment. Now, I learned recently that connected to disappointment is disbelief. Ooh, where along the line did you start disbelieving in your process of personal growth and or just belief in yourself? Which is one of the reasons why I like to to defrag is because when I do get into those moments of disbelief, I want to know what triggered that. Where is it coming from? How did I even get to this moment of, well, I was feeling good about two minutes ago, but now I'm walking in shame, guilt, fear. I've got doubt hanging over my eyebrows. How did I get here? You got to ask the questions and question the answers. You got to have the courage to do that. More importantly, you've got to have the transparency. You've got to be honest with yourself because if you aren't being honest with who you are on the inside, then how should I trust you on the outside? It's a walk, it's a way. It's a vision quest. It's everything that you would really like to do in your life, but there are so many obstacles in the way that you don't know where to turn. And so you have these desires that become disbeliefs, and from those disbeliefs, you have disconnection. But what happened to the origin? What happened? The inside view of self. Who are you? Who would you like to become? How would you like to take the steps? I was listening to a podcast yesterday. The psychology of your 20s. I'm going to be interviewing the host here this next week. And one of the things that I listen to in doing my studies is that she says, don't put concentration on a five to 10 year plan. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of your energy to have that five-year plan. Because you can have a five-year plan at the age of 18 when you graduate from high school. But by the time you turn 23 to 25, you aren't the same person. Everything that you wanted as that 18-year-old is gone. The decade of your 20s is very valuable. Because you're set free as an adult. You're not that kid. And man, I was shaking my head up and down. Yep, 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 yep. That's true. That's so true. Because I've always said that. And I share it with so many people who complain about how old they are. And that is, I spent my 20s doing everything I wanted to do as a teenager. I spent my 30s cleaning up that giant mess that I did in my 20s. When I reached 40, 
I was forgiving of that 30-year-old who took on my inner core. At 50, I began to focus on life. And now that I'll be 61 next week, what I enjoy about being 61 is the fact that I took the time at the age of 32 to start writing in a journal. Because I was listening. I wanted to know what the inner core was saying. How it thought. How it envisioned. Not a five-year plan. Not even a one-year plan. Because I quit doing resolutions, New Year's resolutions, a long time ago. In the name of disappointment. That means somewhere along the way, I must have believed that something was going to happen. But when it didn't pan out, I became disappointed. Therefore, I disconnected. So I stopped doing New Year's resolutions. 99.9% of us get tired of seeing the image in the mirror as a loser. It's like, why did you waste all that time doing that? Well, because I took an idea, I believed in it, it was a desire, but from that desire came disappointment. Disappointment led to disbelief and then the disconnection. Why we put ourselves in positions like that is all based on choice. And we all have the power of choice. And so many times, I'll mention to people, do you think that who I am in this moment where we are right now, that I am this happy, smiling, hey, let's get to know each other kind of person? And my co-workers at The Essential Job will say, well, you are a happy person, right? How do you answer a question like that? when the inside view of self is screaming a different song. How do you answer them? I thought, be truthful, right? But when people see the inside view of self come out to the outer shell, not so much a well-loved guy. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Because that mother on the inside is serious about life. He's serious about growth. He's serious about healing. He's serious about the passion required in order to reach other people by whatever means and mediums are available. And when they see that side of who they think I am, because I'm that guy that sticks his hand out there to shake your hand, to give you a joke, to be up to date with the latest binge watches. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. That's not the inside view of self. That's the actor. That's the guy that wants to be accepted. And I think you might be the same way, too, on your social media, as well as what you do at work. Only a few people get to see the inside view of self. And when you do, how many people stay with you? How's that friendship doing these days? What's going on with your marriage? I love my wife of 31 years. I do. Because I don't know how the hell she's put up with me. I mean, I, I wouldn't know where I'd be if I didn't have this writing. Oh, wait a second. I do know, because she fought tooth and nail to try to figure out why I was lost in different places. She made sure that I found a path somewhere. She tried to get me into churches. She tried to get me into special moments with people that work on your head. She tried very, very, very hard. And what I found was The Artist Way from Julia Cameron. It was in Santa Barbara, 1994. And here sat this book on the shelf. I opened it up. And boy, I'll tell you what. I have read every single book ever since. 
And let me correct myself on something here, okay? I didn't read it. I study it. To this day, all these years later, it is part of my daily discipline to spend time in the pages of Julia Cameron. But I have to ask you, what is your faith in? No, I'm not talking religion here. If I'm putting faith in doing my daily writing as a discipline, because it gives me the inside view of self, I have to ask you, how do you get to that self that you are? How many times have you said to yourself, I don't understand, man. I'm lost. Well, you know that compass? It's on the inside. Everything that you need in order to survive is on the inside. All things on the outside, I'm going to be blunt here, okay? All things on the outside are pretty much shaped by other people's demands and commands. They made the decisions for you. They tell you what to do at work. They sit there and tell you what time you need to be somewhere. And you bend like the willow in the wind. So I challenge you. Figure out the inside view of self. Ask the questions. Question the answers. You will find peace. Not overnight. Not overnight. It's going to take some time. But you're going to see little bits of growth and new life popping up all over your forest floor in a heartbeat. But that heartbeat isn't going to be like your mother's heartbeat when you were sitting inside that womb. Uh-uh. The inside view of yourself, that heartbeat is boom. Ba-boom. Ba-boom. Ask the questions. Question the answers. It's called defragging. 